What's good, people? It's your boy Justice Falls, and you are listening to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, The Justice Falls Experiment. Now, I'm a little upset. It took me a while to get this episode out. Um, I couldn't couldn't get it done yesterday or the day before. I usually try to keep it consistent, and I've been doing good for the past couple of months. But, you know, things happen. You know, Thanksgiving, I had some problems with, with my new microphone that I got, but I finally got it working, so... Um, we got a lot, we got a few things on the, uh, on the agenda today. It's actually a lot. I think I might start, uh, I might start giving you guys more than one episode per, per month. Cause I usually just do one per month and I cover everything, but I have a lot of topics here to go through. So we might, we might go over our, we might not, we just going to go with it. So we're going to start off with this one topic that, you know, I, I keep seeing it pop up. And it's, it's just really annoying to me. Um, we have to stop letting rappers or entertainers or celebrities, whoever, raise our children. And we have to stop letting them influence us so heavily. Because you got grown people out here letting strangers on on television or in the media control their life. You know, and then they blame they blame these same people when 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 negative things happen. And then their their children take after it. Like it, it's not a rapper's responsibility to sit there and raise your child. You know, I grew up listening to a lot of a lot of gangster rap, a lot of a lot of like hardcore music stuff. I probably wasn't supposed to be listening to when I was younger, but you don't see me out here following that lifestyle. That's because I was raised correctly. Like my mother taught me right from wrong. You know what I'm saying? So it's we we can't sit here and blame these celebrities so harshly you know i know they're quote-unquote role models to these children but that's something that is perceived by 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 you and and by the child like a lot of these people even like people like cardi b they come out and say i'm not a role model you know charles barkley back in the day he famously had that a commercial i'm not a role model you know and they don't have to be they're living their lives to the best of their ability you know it's not their responsibility to sit there and raise your children. You have to sit there and mold your child and teach them good morals, teach them right from wrong so that they can grow up and create their own, you know, mindset and their own viewpoint of the world and not just follow behind what they see in the media. Cause a lot of times, especially in this era, this techno, this technologically advanced era, we just plop our kids in front of a screen for hours and hours and don't even monitor what they're watching. You know, I don't have any kids, but I, I see it a lot, you know, like nieces, nephews, little cousins and, you know, friends that have children. It's not healthy for the child. Like you have to be more, be a more active motivation in their life. You know, it's good that you take care of them. It's good that you put clothes on their back. It's good that you put food in their mouth, but you also have to provide them with everything that you learned you know throughout throughout life you know because i know my mother when i was growing up she had us reading the dictionary she gave us her, her own her own homework that we had on top of our on top of our home on top of our, our regular homework from school because school doesn't teach you everything you can't just plop your can't just drop your kid off of school and then hope they're going to learn everything you have to put them on a, a mindset to where they're learning you know, because they because they want to learn, not because they feel like they have to learn. And that's how you 
in my opinion, that's how you develop uh, more well-rounded people and you don't get caught up in this wave of people just following trends on TV and just being zombies and soaking in whatever whatever's thrown at them. So that's all I had to say on that. So uh, moving along, um, Kiki Palmer. Whew. Um, if those of you who don't know Kiki Palmer, she's an actress. She's a singer. Um, and she made some comments earlier this month um, about EBT. So for those of you that don't know, I don't know why you wouldn't. But um, EBT is a uh, program in which you can buy food. You know, it's, it's a it's a form of government assistance where you can buy uh, cold food and uh, beverages, you know, based off of uh, a variety of criteria, mostly being um, low income. It's mostly for low income people. So I'm not going to lie. I have food stamps before. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm not ashamed of it. You know, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's, it's just to help you get back on your feet. Public assistance is to help you get back on your feet. You know, it's a government program that was put in place to help people get back on their feet. And that's the misconception that people have about it. You know, people try to live off of it their whole life and that's not what it was designed for, but that's another conversation. But, um, but yeah, Kiki Palmer, she, actually tweeted um imagine if your ebt card could only work on healthy items and she just kind of left it at that so twitter slammed her on that because she didn't provide any context you know and it shows a real just posting that as is it shows a real ignorance on what the program is about and what you can and cannot buy and the cost of these healthy um packaged items and things like that because there are restrictions on ebt you can't buy hot you can't buy hot food with it you know and there are other restrictions that you know it would make it difficult for people to buy these items you only get a certain amount of money on the card it's not like an unlimited amount of money you get on the card per month so you have to be frugal with how you spend the money off of the card so these healthy items while yeah they're healthy they're cool you know it it it's going to take up a lot of the budget, you know? So these people that are on these public assistance on these food stamps, they have to stretch those dollars as far as they possibly can, you know? So it's, it's not like you could just sit there and get all the healthy foods you need all at, all at once, you know, and still have enough to get, you know, still have enough to feed. Sometimes people have four and five children, you know? So, she tweeted um, a few weeks later after she was getting slammed on Twitter, you know, people were letting her know about all the restrictions and things of that nature. Um, she tweeted, hey, Kamala, she tagged Kamala Harris. This is all on Twitter. She wrote, uh, I know you just started, but me and my friends were talking about it. And we think EBT cards should swipe free on all items considered healthy. So to me, it's, it's, it's less of a that's that was less of a backtrack. That was more of a double down. She kind of just doubled down on what she first said, and she she would even take it into the comments and you know going back and forth people. And I don't think that's you know I don't think that's a a good look, you know, because she issued a follow up tweet after that. It's like the the gag is no one gave a fuck about eating healthy. Ha 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 ha. You know, so 
you 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 setting yourself up for failure there because you because she she been rich since 05 since 0405 she was on the keeler to be she's been on all of these movies you know so you're not really in a position to speak about how uh ebt benefits should be spent you know it's easy for you to sit there from your you know your high horse and talk down and say we should do this we should do that you're not in the situation had you been in the situation you would have a more um knowledgeable um opinion on it and you wouldn't be trying to come at these people who telling you hey it's not that it's not that simple you know farmers markets aren't really accessible you know they because they only have them in certain places in the city at certain times maybe maybe people are disabled they can't get there at those times you know and then any supermarkets all of the food is not always like fresh it's always some type of process like truly organic stuff that you would get from like a farmer's market or something like that it's not accessible to everybody she didn't she don't clearly she don't understand that so she you know she made that that uh those statements and you know while i think her heart might have been in the right place like she really showed a lack of uh intelligence with regard to the ebt i'm not saying she's not a smart person i know a lot of y'all love kiki i love kiki too that's why I, that's why when i saw this i was like wow like you know this is this is not a good look for shorty you know but that's that's what happened with that um i don't think she should have been going back and forth with people on twitter about that especially people that know more about the program than her because they're on the program or they assist people to get in the program like you had social workers and you know uh, you know low-income people commenting on that stuff and she was just trying to go at it like she knew what she was talking about and she didn't so on this one fall back shorty fall back all right so um next up what i wanted to talk about was of course the election results so as you know by now uh or if you shouldn't know i mean if you if you're not from the united states the all eyes on america you know the 2020 election results are in all of the votes are counted they've been recounted and joe biden has won um the most updated account that i'm looking at right now from the associated press uh is uh joe biden won 306 electoral college votes and donald trump has uh won 232 so he basically wiped wiped them out you know he got 51 percent of the vote that's uh eight eighty million one hundred fourteen thousand seven hundred and sixty eight votes while donald trump received 47.2 percent of the votes which was uh seventy three million nine hundred and twenty thousand sixty seven uh, votes so that was for the presidency um we still have the senate and the house races you know going on um there's you know other you know there's a uh, runoffs to be had in, in january and things of that nature so um that's not the full story right now the republican party has uh 51 votes well 51 seats or whatever um and then the, the democratic party has 46 and then the the other last two seats are controlled by other parties which is kind of impressive to me you know because we don't really talk about other parties like the green party or like libertarian or or independent and things like that but uh 
they're they, they, they're up there. They're doing the thing. They got a couple seats in the in the Senate, and then the House of Reps. Uh, again, the Republican Party. So we might see a replay of the last time Joe Biden was in office, which was the uh, which was when he was Vice President to Mr. Barack Obama, of course. Uh, where he'll try to implement new things and try to talk through these things that he's talking about that he's been talking about but he's gonna be blocked by uh the uh republicans you know because they control the senate and the house as of right now and that and this looks, looks like it's pretty much over for that well actually no, no i'm bugging um the democratic party it says here they actually have 222 seats and then the Republican Party has 206. So the House, so they they control the House, but not the uh, Senate. So, but there's still there still will be some division, you know, in between. If you know your branches of government, I'm not here to teach you a history lesson. Just look that up, because um, people only really look at the presidency, and the president can only do but so much due to checks and balances. There's different branches of the government. I think I might have went through this on another um, podcast, um, and I really don't want to make this a political podcast, but. These days, politics are very important. We got a lot of things going on right now that need to be um, rectified. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see how those things get rectified if they do. You know, so again, Biden won the uh, presidency. Him and Kamala Harris, they did their speech out there. Um, and they, you know, they gave messages of hope and we're going to tackle COVID. One of the first things he want to do is tackle, um, COVID and get another stimulus package out there for us. Uh, for those of us that are struggling, you know, to make ends meet, I know it is a lot of people. And then we also got to, uh, get more hands on with this, uh, COVID situation. You know, you know how Donald Trump handled it and then you see where we're at. So hopefully there's be some changes, you know. And again, like I always say, I'm not really lean towards any political party, but I'm just saying, look at what Trump has done and what he hasn't done. Um, And then look at what at least Biden is trying to do, saying he's going to do, but we'll see if he actually do it, you know, and you, you know, you, you, you make your own decision from there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to uh, promote any party over the other. So... I'm just saying, look at the facts. Look at the facts in the matter. Take your feelings out of it and look at the facts. And welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, the Justice Falls Experiment. Now, before we move on to the next topic, um, I wanted to uh, um, just add on to the election result stuff. Um, I wanted to talk about how um, Trump, uh, he issued some lawsuits for the recounts. And, uh, you know, he, he was talking about, yeah, I won and, and then they're cheating and he's mailing ballots are illegal I, I just found it like really funny so i just wanted to like mention that um they scheduled a, a press conference to announce all of that stuff to you know say that we're not gonna give up we're not gonna go down it's easy you know and it was supposed to be at a four seasons hotel but his team booked it at a um 
a four season. It was called Four Seasons, but it's a landscaping company. It's called Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Shout out to them. I hope they get some business off of that. Uh, and it was just funny because you just see all these people, all these professional people, all these politicians, and they're in front. They're in an alleyway in like a a back a back alleyway in a in a in a Four Seasons Landscaping company. And then um, apparently across the street was like an adult bookstore and like a crematory. So it, it was just it was just to me, it was just hilarious how, you know, they they dropped the ball on that. And it just shows, you know, the level of. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the right word to use. I don't want to use the wrong word here. It just shows the the the, the, the lack of. You know, attention to detail. Okay, it shows. I'll go with that. A, a lack of attention to detail in this uh, this uh, presidency that we had. He had Rudy Giuliani up there speaking for him, talking about we're gonna fight to the end and you know, all this yada yada. And so I I just thought that was pretty funny. So I just wanted to um, you know, just add that in there. And obviously the recounts went through again, and everything was fine. You know, all these uh cyber defense companies and. Supreme Court judge was like, "Yo, what what are you talking about, bro? Like, it, it's 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 fine. Like, like nobody cheated. So, you know. And then, um, after after a while, I think this happened a few days ago. The um, the general administration board they um, they got together with Trump, and then he announced to them that he would move forward with the uh, Biden transition team. He would help out with the team because it's it's customary for the pre for the current seating president." to help transition the new uh, president into the White House. So, you know, he's pretty much conceded victory. And uh, that's that. So I, I, I just wanted to add that in there. But um, the next topic we want to talk about is uh, the COVID-19 vaccine. There's the uh, pharmaceutical company, Pfizer. They say it's uh, 90% effective, actually. So um, we'll see. They said it's been tested. But there are some there are some wild side effects though. So I don't know if um I don't know if like people will want to take it right away. But I know if like if you got people sick or or somebody that's near death, you know they probably will they probably will try it anyway. So you know hopefully it works out. But I've heard there's some uh I've read about some nasty uh some nasty side effects. You know. I'm actually gonna. I'm actually in the process of uh, trying to look that up for y'all now. So, um, but I do know that they're giving it. They're gonna give it to everyone who's willing to take it. Um, there's trying to. There's this. Looks like there's some legislature that's gonna be passed to make it mandatory. But I don't think they're gonna be able to do that. What they'll probably do is they'll say, you know, if you want, if you want this job or you want these government benefits. Or you want to renew this license that you have, you have to take this vaccine. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna um loophole, they're gonna loophole it like like they normally do. You know how this, you know how this government does. Or they they try to um add little clauses to basically to make it to where like if you wanna live in this country legally, or not no, I shouldn't say that. If you wanna, you know, live comfortably in this country. And you know, have all your papers and your documentation, and be able to exercise all your freedoms. Then you're gonna have to take this this vaccine. So, 
I don't know. People talking about like aching muscles and things of that nature. People, you know, they're talking about people getting sick, you know, after taking this. But uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll perfect it and they'll get it out there. You know, because I always try to stay optimistic because there's nothing there's nothing positive that's going to come of always being negative about everything. Like, I know that, you know, there there is things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. But to just sit there and be negative about everything and dismissive to everything is not is not going to progress us any further either. So I choose to be optimistic about this, this stuff. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and engage in what could go wrong. I'm just going to think about what can go right. All right. So the COVID-19 vaccine is on the way. They're talking about maybe uh, March, April, like as an, uh, as an official rollout. That's what I've been reading. Um, there might be some discrepancies here or there, but that's what I've been mostly reading about. And we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully we can get rid of this, uh, COVID or get it under control by, uh, by, you know, summertime. So at least we can get back to, get back to what the new normal, get to what the new normal will be, you know, without COVID because the world, the world has, the world is going permanently change after this, you know, even after we, get COVID down to zero deaths a day, zero cases a day, even after we get it down to that, it's still going to be, you know, rules and regulations that need to be followed because it's spread because of carelessness, you know, and a lack of attention to detail. So there's going to be rules in place so that this doesn't pop up again because it can go away and then it can come back. You know, people don't realize that this just because a disease might go away, I mean, it it can't just come it just it's just gone from existence it, it can come back if we're not careful so just be on the lookout be on the lookout for that COVID 19 vaccine and uh, reg- whatever regulations they whatever whatever regulations they apply to it that come with it all right so let me get some water because like i'm just over here talking hopefully y'all listening but yeah um yeah, so the so the next gen uh consoles are out. Uh the Xbox Series X, I believe, they dropped on November 10th, and the PlayStation 5 dropped on the 12th or something like that. So a lot of people are getting their hands on it. A lot of people are liking it. But there's a lot of issues with these two consoles, as there always is with every console generation. I think I spoke about this in the previous episode. I never buy the console as soon as it comes out, just due to the fact that it's not going to work the way the next batch is going to work. Because I call, I, I joke around and I call people that buy the console when they first come out beta testers. And that's pretty much what y'all are, because it's just like, you, you're you going to find the kinks that they, you know, because they want it, because they, they're a business. You got you to gotta remember, these, these are tech companies, but at the end of the day, their businesses, so they gotta hit deadlines every every how every time a new system comes out, they're going to drop it during the holiday season because that's when the people are most likely to spend money. Why you think every console or every new game, every new like blockbuster game comes out during the holiday season? That's when people are spending the most money, holiday season or the summertime, because that's when people are spending the most money. So, um, there's been there's been issues of uh people's ps5s bricking meaning um 
if you place it into uh rest mode and you try to load the game again there's like a, a hardware failure and then it'll it'll break your console or something like that there's this thing called call you wine now call you wine is a normal thing like if you take your cell phone and you push it up against your ear and you make sure it's real quiet you'll hear the call you'll hear the moving parts and the coils and the everything in there uh moving but the playstation 5 is particularly loud you got you even got celebrities posting like i know um i saw a video of um this rapper of uh, if i don't know who y'all if you might know him or not uh fabio foreign he even posted like yo like what's good with my ps5 like it wasn't cutting on and yeah call you one then you know a lot of the tech heads on youtube and and all in these in these tech sites there or they're um they're pointing out other Errors like the Xbox Series X not taking disc, you know, the PS5 not loading games. You're having issues of games crashing on both systems, you know. So that's why I don't buy it in the first time. Now, this may be a small percentage of people out of the million, out of the thousands that they've sold. This is a small percentage of people, but it's more than enough to, you know, to, to, to uh, sit there and be able to complain about because. I I I would be pissed if I spent a thousand something dollars on these two consoles because I was going I'm gonna buy both so I'm gonna be spending probably after all is said and done probably like two thousand two thousand two how two thousand three hundred two thousand five hundred when when it's all said and done you know because you know you got to get some games with it um so I can just imagine how pissed people are you know if it's not working it's probably just a small percentage of people but that's enough of a percentage for me to say yeah i'm gonna wait until they fix the bugs and put it back out and put it out that's that second batch so around probably march april i'll probably look into it I, i've waited long as as a year to buy some consoles for the for the xbox one i waited i think i waited almost a year like my boys had the xbox one and then the xbox one s came out i still didn't get it and then the xbox one x came out that's when I believe I got. I think I got either the Xbox One S or the Xbox One, the like the slimmer one, because of the first one that came out was like a VCR type situation. Then it came out with a smaller one, and then I got that one, and then I upgraded to the uh, One X, which I still have right now. I'm looking at it right now, right here on my uh, entertainment center, and then the PlayStation. I don't even remember having an original PlayStation. I think I just got the straight up Pro, the PlayStation Pro. But um, I don't even remember. But I know I didn't buy neither console when it first came out. I waited. I waited quite a few months, up until a year, to buy it. So that's my advice. Um, shout out to all of you that did, that was able to cop, and it's working, and you're enjoying the next gen experience. Um, that's dope. You know, I would recommend that. In order to take full advantage of these consoles, you upgrade your TV. Uh, there's a you gotta have a. I would no. I would recommend you have a 4K TV, and uh, 4K that that term that stands for the resolution. So that's a uh, 2100, at least uh, at least 2100 on the going across going across the TV. I know this is like a lot of techie stuff that you guys probably don't care about, but make sure your TV's 4K and at least 60 hertz. Cause that's the Hertz is the refresh rate. So that just shows how fast the frames are able to go by on the, um, on the TV. So 120 is optimal. There is a TV out there for a thousand dollars, a Sony TV that's ready for both next gen consoles. But I would say, wait, I would say wait even on that because these, these TVs aren't always optimized 
you know, as they should be. So I say if you wait till the manufacturers get get all the kinks out and get used to developing for these new consoles and developer and the manufacturers get used to, you know, manufacturing these new consoles, then you'll be good. So just wait. That's that's my advice. And uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the scalpers. Like the, like honestly, I, un- I understand because you know we are in a capitalist society, and you know people want to make their money. But it's ridiculous when you're using bots to cop thousands and thousands of copies of these consoles. And then you're selling them at double, sometimes triple the price. That's really scummy business. Like that's 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 bad news. And you know now you know you got these people all online flexing, and now you got these people getting robbed. People running in their house. And while I don't condone that, I'm not surprised that that happened. Like you do scummy things, scummy things will happen to you. Like I know people that use bots, and you know they they resell. But they don't they don't head crack, you know. Like if it's five hundred, I'm a reseller. I'm gonna sell it to you for six hundred because I need to make a profit, but I'm not gonna sell it to you for a thousand. Because that's scummy, you know. The way you even got it was scummy through the bots. Like people really save their hard on money, waiting on lines, doing it the right way, going on these websites just for these scalpers to come in, scoop up a bunch of them and you know, sell them for triple the price. There's a group that has 3,500 consoles. Like, why is everywhere sold out? Why don't these uh, manufacturers only have like 10 co- 10, co- 10 um consoles, five consoles, four consoles, but then these scalpers have 3,500? Like, why is th- like why is that happening? And they're not selling either because now what people are doing, they're um placing bids on these, you know, eBay, Amazon, wherever these scalpers are selling them out. And they're placing impossible bids. They they put in like ten thousand, and then they'll back out. And then they put a ten thousand. Like another person will come eleven thousand. You know, and just and they'll never cash it out. You know, just so they won't. Just so these people won't sell it. You know, so you know, do on do unto others as you want done unto you. That's that's how that's how I say it. And uh, speaking of doing unto others, we're gonna move on to the next topic. It's a little grim. It's a little dark. And honestly, I'm tired of talking about stuff like this, but it just keeps happening. Um, we had a few entertainers, a couple rappers, um, lost their lives this month. So, you know, first off, rest in peace to King Vaughn. I know he left behind some children, you know, and I, you know, a loved one. I don't think they were married, but you know, I know he left behind a lot of family and friends. Um, he was in a club, he was in a nightclub and, uh, he got into some beef with some people that he had, you know, that he won, they won too far on him. He wasn't too far on them. And he went to go fight them. He went like a man, he fought with his hands. The next thing you know, guns are drawn. Police get involved, you know, to try to break everything up. And then there's a shootout, you know, and and King Von was shot was shot fatally. He passed and along with I think two other people. So you know, prayers to their fans, all of their families out there. Prayers to you know, all the family out there in Chicago, all the fans and things of that nature. Um, he was not shot by one of the police officers. He was shot by you know one of the people that he was uh beefing with. 
and it's just it's ridiculous. Like because it's it's crazy because I was just watching a uh, a documentary thing on uh on YouTube, and it was about him. You know, it's 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 a series where they talk about their neighborhood where like they'll they'll they interview different artists and um oh welcome to my neighborhood so um oh okay here it is civil tv welcome to my neighborhood so i watched that it's about nine minutes it's on youtube it's called civil tv king vaughn welcome to my neighborhood o block so for those of you that are unfamiliar o block that's like the hoodest of hoods out there and uh out there in uh Chicago, you know, you're you you know, you guys know how rough it out how it is out there. You know, uh a lot of a lot of rappers then came out of there, you know, including Chief Keith, probably the biggest one the biggest like trap dude to come out of there is probably um um I just said his name, Chief Keith. Um the King Vaughn's from out there. There's a few few dudes, few dudes that's out right now that's from that's from over that way. Um and it's just, he was just walking through the neighborhood and he was just reminiscing on, you know, all it took for him to get out, get out the neighborhood, but he still wanted to give back. He had plans. He wanted to come back and, you know, he's, he's, he was creating daycares and after school programs for the kids, you know, just to keep them out the street and, and, and give parents some type of relief, you know, living in these low income neighborhoods. And he had plans. He, he was a, he was a bit of a visionary, like from seeing that, you know, Sometimes we judge these artists too harshly, you know, based off the music that they make. But they're making this music because that's how they grew up. They really grew up, you know, robbing, killing, shooting, doing what they have to do to survive, having beef with other people. But they made it, you know. So he was on his way to giving back to the community and then some ridiculous stuff like that happened. I listened to a few of his songs. I think as far as the the, the, drill, the drill stuff goes... I think he's one of the ones that's really good at it, you know. Um, it's not really my cup of tea. I'm more old school. I like more like lyrical stuff. So I'm more like a Griselda kind of dude. Even though they also talking about like gangster stuff, it just I like the wordplay and the storytelling with it, you know. Um, drill, drill is more like in your face and telling you what I'm gonna do to you and you know stuff like that. But even in that regard, he he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good at that. He was pretty good at that stuff. You know, rest in peace to that man. Um, I'm tired of saying it, but, you know, we got to stop the violence. We got to stop killing each other. It's not it's not helping us advance as a people, you know. Ain't no, ain't no beef in the world, you know, worth just killing, keep killing each other over. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got to come together. Like, if, if you find yourself in a position where... You know, you have to constantly watch your back. You need to get out of there. And it doesn't it doesn't matter if people call you a sellout and you don't, you know, you don't fuck with the hood no more, da da da. Cause you're trying to stay alive. You know, nobody wants to live in the hood forever. Constantly have to watch their back. You know. It's 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 not it's not it's not a bad thing to move out the hood. You know, no matter what nobody say, I don't care if you're the most gangster rapper. Like it's not a bad thing to move out the hood. You just got to pay attention, you know, you just got to pay attention to surroundings and realize that, you know, sometimes it's not worth it. Like, I was watching the Master P documentary uh, 
couple months back, and he was just like, he loved the hood. He he wished he could stay in the hood, but it's like you can't stay in the hood because once people know you got something, they gonna come for you. So you can always visit to go back to the hood, but even when you do that, you got to make sure that you come with 50, 50 dudes and make sure they all strapped because it's always going to be somebody wanting to take you out. That's the that's the hood mentality that some people that will never grow out of and that gets passed down. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with leaving the hood and, you know, coming back every now and then. You know, so again, rest in peace to uh, King Vaughn and, you know, uh, prayers to his family. Like, it's, just, it's just rough to talk about. And then um, there was another rapper. His name is um, Mo or Mo3. It's M-O-3, so I'm, I'm assuming it's either Mo-3 or just Mo with the 3 at the end. That's supposed to be an E. Um, he was actually doing an event out in, out in Atlanta, I believe, and then dudes just ran up. Like, dudes he had smoke with in the city just ran up, shot him. It's just it's tragic. He had a daughter and a wife and stuff like that, you know. It's, it's just it's just sad to sad to see, sad to talk about. It's just another another dude that was just trying to make a way, you know, for his people and come up out the hood, just getting mowed down, you know, for no reason, you know. So prayers to his family and you know to his estate, and hopefully, you know, we can somehow learn from this and realize that. It's not worth it. You know, it's not worth it to be out just killing each other. That's what that's what they want us to do. You you know who they is. I'm not gonna get into that, but that's what they want us to do. They want us to just they want us to play ball or be in the entertainment industry, make our little money and just stay down there. They don't want us to come up into wealth and get in these corporations and get into these boardrooms and, and, and make changes. That's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I mentioned Master P a few minutes ago. That that's that's the moves I'm trying to make, you know what I'm saying. So we got to be on that type of time, not no type of time where it's like, oh he did me wrong, so I'm gonna go kill him. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not gonna get us nowhere. That's just gonna end us. Keep that's gonna keep us right where we at. So we just gotta stop the nonsense. I I don't really know what else to say. It's just you know, R.I.P. to King Vaughn and and Mo three. And welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, the Justice Falls Experiment. So moving along, um, AMC, AMC Theaters, they're renting out theaters for private use starting at $99. Some of you may know about this, some of you may not, but I'm on their website right now. And uh, due to their lack of funds coming in since they reopened during the pandemic um, with uh, supposedly limited seating and things of that nature, um apparently they're gonna run out of uh money in the next six months or so so they're renting out uh theaters uh private theater rentals for 99 dollars um you can invite you know your friends and your family over um you pick a time of day you pick the movie you want to play i thought it was just like they let you rent stuff out like period like you can do whatever you want in there and just have the big screen and put whatever you want on it but you got to pick a movie because um, I was thinking about going there with my Xbox and then like doing like a YouTube video because I have a, a gaming channel. Uh, 
Justice Fall, Justice X Falls on YouTube. Just check that out. I had a gaming channel. I wanted to do, I wanted to go there and game on the on the huge uh, TV screen. But going down here on the, I'm on the website now. Going down here on the FAQ, um, it says custom content is not possible at this time. I guarantee if you let people come in there and play their Xbox, they're gonna make their money back. Cause I would pay, I would pay some money for that. Um, so some other frequently asked questions is, um, uh, can you bring a, can I request a table? They're not offering tables. Uh, the concession stands will be open, but only at certain locations. There's a uh, three, six, nine, 12 locations. Uh, no food and drinks are permitted. Uh, let's see. Most theaters. Oh no, most theaters you can. Uh, mo- okay, most it says most theaters. Uh, the concession stands will be open. It says due to some local and state mandates, some theaters may not be over to offer concessions because masks could be required to be worn at all times. At these theaters, no food and drinks are permitted. So that was twelve theaters. You can go on the website. Just go to uh, mctheaters.com/rentals. Then they have a list of movies you could you could select. Um, you can have up to 20 friends. They'll clean the they'll clean the auditorium 15 minutes before you arrive. And then you get in there and then you watch the you know the 20 minutes of previews, and then then your movie will come on. Um, it's usually starting at uh, $99. I see some of these are $150, you know, plus tax and all that stuff. Um, so for the newer movies, you got to pay more. Like that movie Freaky, uh, which is now playing, they want $150 for that. And the movie Cruise, New Age, they want 150 for that. They got some testimonials here. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool. Um, I know they're doing it as a cash grab because they lose the money. But I've always wanted to do something like that, like have like a private event in a uh, in a movie theater, and then do like a gaming tournament or like a movie night or something like that. And I wanted like more space in there where you could like set up some tables, you know, make it more of like a social event. So. You know, if you if you're interested in that, you know, again, you can go to amctheaters.com slash rentals and get all the information you need and to, to book your private theater. I think I think I might do it anyway, just to get out the house because I'm just I'm just in the house all the time these days. So um next up uh on my website I will be having a Black Friday as well as Cyber Monday sale. So all of the items on the site. Uh, I have two masks. I have like two t-shirts and two hoodies, I believe. Uh, mask as in, you know, for COVID, you know, face masks to go outside and, you know, so you can look, you can look cool in it and you can promote the show. Um, I do have a uh, code for y'all. It's black 50. So it'll be black 50. It'll be uh, the code will run. I'll probably run it until from now until let's see probably now until the first of december that's a tuesday so if you're listening to this go to the website now get yourself some merch 50 percent off i know it's times is hard we don't really got money like that but i just at least you know want to give yourself would you give yourself would give you guys a chance to you know gift yourself or gift somebody you love with you know some some nice clothing like either hoodie you know shirt or um or mask to you know block out that rona you know the vibes and uh, speaking of that, um, I also wanted to add in something here that wasn't on my notes, but 
um if you would like to contribute to the show financially in other ways like maybe you can't afford a hoodie maybe you can't afford a sweater um but you still want to donate to the show you still want to contribute financially to the show you can actually go to anchor fm dot jeffrey t jeffrey hyphen t hyphen justice um that's the link to my uh to my show you can go to support you can you can uh donate as low as one dollar per month you can either donate a dollar per month five dollars per month or nine dollars per month so every dollar i get from you guys will be used to make this show better maybe it'll help me uh do the show more frequently actually it would would help me do the show more frequently um you know if a couple of you were to you know contribute if you would like you know if you would like because i know some people hit me with the man i really want to support you but i don't got it and i yo i completely understand and i i don't i don't get upset i don't get mad you know it's a blessing that y'all even support me that y'all even motivated me to even do this so like if you want to contribute financially there's a couple ways one is the other way the way i just told you um anchor.fm slash jeffrey hyphen t hyphen justice i spell jeffrey j-e-f-f-r-e-y um not no g-o-f none of that other stuff find me on anchor and then um i'll, I'll post i'll post like a a link wherever you wherever you're watching this at there'll be a link to it down there um you could again as little as a dollar a month you can contribute you know five dollars a month or ten dollars a month that's it that's that's the only options that are that are up there i'm not trying to uh take all your money <laughs> so if you want to contribute that's one way also you could actually contribute to my cash app directly you know if you if you want to do like a one-time thing because you got it right now you want to just hold the hold your boy down it's uh dollar sign justice x falls you could contribute to that and again like i said every dollar that you guys contribute goes right back into this show you know it, it'll it'll help me tremendously to you know afford this equipment i'm buying and like this new mic i'm using hopefully you can you can hear the difference i hope i sound better than i normally do with this new mic um i'm real close up on this you can hear the deep undertones of my voice hopefully that's that's doing something for y'all right now um but yeah so if you want to just do like a one-time thing that hit the cash app uh dollar sign justice x falls oh excuse me and uh or if you want to contribute monthly as low as one dollar per month those 99 cent per month anchor.fm slash jeffrey uh underscore no not underscore hyphen t hyphen justice and it'll pop up and you can follow the instructions from there so yeah so um enough of the shameless promotion and begging for money <laughs> uh moving on uh we're gonna go into sports so a lot is going on right now in basketball the off season is underway but the season is gonna start the next season is gonna start in um december early december early to mid-december um the league has come to that decision uh i know the season just ended the bubble season just ended because um you know with the lakers winning the championship but they want to get right back into it so they can get the flow back so that they can start next season on time and so that they can you know recoup some of the revenue that they've lost from you know covid just devastating you know last last season so 
some key things that I saw. It's a lot of moves going on, but I'm a, I just focus on the big moves, the things that's going to affect, you know, the seedings and the playoffs next year. Uh, the Suns got CP3. That's Chris Paul, if you don't know. Um, that's a big pickup for them. Him, pairing him with Devin Book and DeAndre, and that's going to be an interesting team right there. Um, Drew Holiday is on the Bucks now, so they traded like Eric Bledsoe and some other dude, and uh, that's going to be good if Jonas stays because they're talking about Jonas to the Lakers and Jonas to this, Jonas to Philly, you know, John, like Jonas for uh, Ben Simmons to Philly. They're talking about a lot right now, so I don't know. I think they were talking about next season, though. He's a free agent, though. But for now, they got Drew Holiday. That's probably the best defensive point guard in the whole entire league. He's widely respected in the league as a great defender. He can shoot the ball. He can run the point guard. He can play the two guard. You know, so that's a great pickup for them. You know, um, they got a bigger body, a younger body than uh, than Eric Bledsoe. You know, and a more dynamic body. He can guard positions. He can hit the three. He can drop the drop the lane. He can run an offense. So that's a good pickup for them. Um, the Lakers picked up. They let Rondo go. He signed to Atlanta, and they let Dwight Howard go. I don't forgot what he signed, but uh, they have signed uh, Dennis Schroeder. Um, that's one of the uh, better point guards in the league for me. He 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 started he started for uh, Atlanta. He started for OK. He played behind uh, Russ Russ Westbrook in OKC. Just a very efficient point guard. Um, he could run an offense. He could score. He could score and shoot the ball better than Rondo. He could run an offense almost just as good. He's a little younger and he's just as good as a defender. So that was they got younger. Of course, because, you know, your core, your core is LeBron and AD. LeBron's not getting any younger. He'll probably retire in the next five years. And then there'll be AD. You'll probably, once LeBron retires, you'll have, you'll probably have AD for another five years. So it's good to keep putting young guys, young guys around those two. They also got Montrez Harrell from the uh, Clippers. So that was a big signing as well. He, he jumped to the other team. Uh, they did an interview with him and he just said that, you know, it was a business decision. You know what I'm saying? The, the Clippers was playing with him. They wasn't trying to give him his money. They wasn't trying to let him know what was going on. So he was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to make a decision for you. I'm out. So he left. And then to replace him, the Clippers got Serge Ibaka. So Kawhi and Serge are uh, united again. You know, after being together for that championship season um, the other year. So basketball next season is going to be very interesting there's still moves being made as i speak but those are the ones that stuck out for me um another interesting thing i saw was um this rapper named sheck west i think y'all know sheck west he made that song mo bamba that's his cousin uh mo bamba i forget who mo bamba plays for now i gotta look it up give me a second mo bamba plays for the uh orlando magic so yeah that's his cousin he made a song about him you know, I think that was cool of him to do. And the, and the song Bang, too. Like, that was a that was a summer banger for a little while, you know. So he um he was actually entering himself into the draft. He went undrafted, of course. But he's really been working on his game. He played in high school, and he's been working on his game. He's going to try to get into the league. I think, we, I think he can get a G League contract because I've seen some of his clips, and I, I think, I think, like, just watching from being a basketball player myself, playing organized ball, like watching him play, like I think he has, I think he can make a G League team and then be there for a few years and then develop into at least a decent NBA player. So 
he put out a song for it too which was fire um it was it was it was it was dope i forget what the name of the song was let me go to uh youtube real quick check what's it's, it's called ben balling ben balling he dropped the song a week the week ago over he got a million views so um check that out he even got a little a little um he's on uh he's playing one-on-one against uh Sheck West and White Iverson I mean Sheck West I just said his name but I mean Julian Newman and White and White Iverson now Julian Newman was a you know a, a high school prospect but I think he's turned into like a a, a YouTuber like a basketball YouTuber because basketball YouTubing is a thing these guys all get together and play one-on-one and they try to play like young prospects or NBA players whenever they can so you know He's in there putting in work if you want to check that out. If you just type in Sheck West, the first video is a new song. And then like the fourth video down is a video that I'm talking about right now. So, you know, I hope hope I, I hope you make it. That'd be a dope story. Like a rapper turn a baller turn. No, a rapper turn baller. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 would be cool. So moving on along, we're going to get to music. I think I'm going to keep music and sports probably as as mainstays because i like as you could tell i like talking about sports and i'm a musician so i love talking about music you know you know being an athlete and a musician is you know it's fun so i'll probably always those probably be two like mainstays in the um in the pod moving forward you know but anywho i i've i've gotten into a lot of music this past month a lot of music dropped a lot of things caught my attention too there's this artist called Green Tea Pang. Yes, Green Tea Pang. P-E-P-E-N-G. Green Tea Pang. And she she's very interesting. Like she seems like a um either Latina or like a native woman. Young too. Um she's on youtube check her out is it's just it's separated it's two words green green tea is one word and then pang is the other word so she's on some like spiritual like woke like new like lo-fi i don't know like i i just listened to i listened to her song called revolution and then like listening to all of the words she's talking about she's just talking about the political and societal and individual turmoil that we all are going through right now and she she's uh she's real expressive with her you know with her um with her delivery so that's an interesting artist i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna look into her more but i recently just came across her as i'm as i'm you know listening to my music i normally listen to and her her song her song came up and i was like wow this is this is interesting i gotta i gotta start listening to so actually let me subscribe to her while i'm here I'm missing nothing. And also, Ty Dolla Sign's project was fire. Um, you know, there's no, there's no, there was no, no doubt in that. Um, some people, I think, some people went into this album that he put out, and they were kind of, they were kind of maybe expecting too much, because if you listen to Ty Dolla Sign, he has his style, he has his bag that he goes to, but he can step out of that bag. Like he has a couple bags he could get into, and and that's what he does. That's that's his bag, you know. So those are his two bags. He could jump in and out, 
you know, he he made he named his album featuring Todd Dolla Sign. It's like, you know, R and B vibes and you know, little little jazz here, little little uh, little lo-fi there, little you know, it's 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 cool. Like, it has twenty five songs, and honestly, it didn't even last that long listening to it because a lot of the songs are less than three minutes. Most of the songs are less than three minutes, so it's a twenty five album song, but it just flows. It's like it's like you listening to a playlist. Like he has some dope features. He got Kanye and it's impact, Thundercat, Post Malone, Kid Cudi, Lil Dirk, Quavo, Nicki Minaj, Big Sean, Roddy Rich, Janae Aiko, Future, Young Thug, Gunna, Black, Music Soul Child, which that that your turn. Your turn. I think that was a single. If I'm not mistaken. Or maybe it wasn't. But that song was dope. And then Ego Death. It's like a uh, like a dubstep type of situation, an EDM type of situation. It has Skrillex and FK Twigs on it with Kanye. Like this album was fire. I don't know why people like were disappointed. Like Ty Dolla Sign gonna give you his bag and he gonna stay in that bag. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think people just suspected like a whole soulful type of album, but nah. He 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 likes to make fun, you know turn up music along with the soulful stuff along with the like the like the sexual stuff the r&b sexual r&b stuff so i thought it was dope i thought it was dope especially coming off the last album um me too or my tie with uh gerald jeremiah you know pretty dope album so another artist of course uh masego now masego if you don't know who masego is get on it he's like a I think he he self-proclaims like he's like modern jazz trap. And that's pretty much what it sounds like. His his album, no, it wasn't an album he put out. He put out a, a EP. I really like the song um Mystery Lady off that album. Um it has it features Don Tolliver, which is another artist I yo, another artist I've, I think y'all should check out. I I'm going to jack he's like the modern T-Pain. Like he kind of looks like T-Pain a little bit kind of has the same swag as t-pain and he kind of sings like t-pain like honestly so I, and that's not that's not a knock at all that's a high compliment high compliment but um yeah masego this this dude is eclectic like he he's like a modern day like uh like a uh i don't even know i, I can't even name it. like he's not a rapper he's not really a singer either even though he sings He's just an artist. Like he, like he, he produces all his music. He he makes he plays the synth. He plays the guitar. He play. I think he plays the guitar a little bit and the bass a little bit. But I know he plays the saxophone. He's really good at the saxophone. So if you hear any saxophone on his songs, that's nine times out of ten that's him playing. So this dude is dope. I really, uh, I really fuck with his music and I follow him on. Uh, well, I subscribe to him on YouTube and things of that nature. So um, the first thing I heard from him was. Uh, that song Tada. Like I know y'all heard of, um I know y'all probably heard of him and um FKJ. FKJ is another solo artist that's dope, but um they they got together, made that song Tada. So if you've if you've ever uh heard of it, you know what I'm talking about if you didn't check that out. But uh this this EP is actually called Studying Abroad, which is a clever title because it's like a play on words. I think he explained it. It's like on the Joe Budden podcast, I think he explained it. It was like studying abroad. You know what studying abroad means? Like when you go to school and you go to another country and then they send a student out there, you know, foreign exchange program, whatever. Or you just go out there and you just study abroad, study, study, you know, 
another uh country's culture and things of that nature but it's but he's if you listen to what he's saying in the album he's talking about women so he's talking about women that he's met while abroad so there's that aspect of it and then there's also the fact of him studying abroad like abroad as in a female you know what i'm saying so it's that double entendre that little wordplay like he has a song called passport the first song where he's talking about i've been you know i've been through all these countries and met all of these women and i can speak all these languages and then the overall encompassing thing to me seems like he's struggling with like things like i like i'm thinking about all these women because mystery lady is about like he's thinking about his dream lady like he's he says um if i could write this many songs about a lady that i haven't met like she's on me she's on me heavy like 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 she's on me heavy like he's thinking about her you know and he and he don't know who it could be so it's like he's i think he's struggling with the dynamic of should i just indulge in all these women or should i just focus on one woman he got a song called polygamy y'all know what polygamy means if you don't look it up you know and then in then mystery lady saying maybe monogamy isn't isn't meant for me you know so he's just going going in between that and hearing the lyrics and then hearing how he flows with it and how every song has its own vibe but it still sticks with the theme of the album i mean of the ep is six songs i think it's dope like this this dude is going to be around for a while don't don't front of my son um masego now who else we got here uh two chains dropped something i'm gonna be honest i ain't listened to it <laughs> i listened to all of it but check out um check out two chains two chains drink he definitely dropped some um on the 13th he dropped the album called so help me god um i heard save me with young with young young boy number young young boy nba uh i heard money maker with wayne um the rest i gotta listen to to be honest so from what i heard so far you know it's two chains there's two chains. He's back on his on his on his um on his ignorant on his ignorant shit. Like rapper go to the league. The album he put out last year. I was like, yo, he really he really stepped it up. Like he was really on some on some lyrical shit. Like I really I really liked that album. Um, and then this one, he kind of went back to his roots, you know, on some of these songs. What I heard so far, but I gotta I gotta listen to it. It's called "So Help Me God" by uh, Two Change. Um, I know Uzi and Future dropped. I don't know if it is it I don't know if it's out. It should be out by now. Yeah, Pluto and Baby Pluto. It has 24 songs on it. It dropped um let me see. Does it give you a date when it dropped? It also dropped on the 13th. Um Pluto and Baby Pluto Deluxe. Now, if you know anything about Uzi and Future. They kind of have like a similar vibe. Uzi's just on more of a, you know, a younger tip, and then Future's the OG. So I ain't gonna lie, I ain't listen to this either. <laughs> but I have my eye on it, so I want to. I wanted to suggest it to you guys on the pod. I'll definitely listen to it. You know, y'all can hit me up online. You know, we could talk about it on there. See what y'all think about it. You know, I tried. It's it's a lot of music coming out. It's hard to listen to all of it when you got all this other stuff going on. I got to do my YouTube. You know, I gotta, I gotta do this, and you know, I gotta find time to game and stuff. I gotta look for topics and edit videos and stuff. It's hard to listen to all this stuff, but I think you, I think you definitely want to, um, 
check this out. And also, Busta Rhymes drop. That's another OG. You already know. It's uh, he dropped Extinction Level Event Two. Um, the Wrath of God Deluxe Edition that has thirty songs on it. All sorts of features. He got MOP on there. He got Chris Rock, Rakim, and P Rock. He got Belbel DeVoe. He got Old Dirty Bassett. He got Q Tip, Rick Ross, Anderson Pack, Vibes Cartel, Mariah Carey. Kendrick, Mary J, like Eminem, like it's mad features on there, you know. So, um, and then he has a lot of songs, just him just going off. I listened to the one with him and uh Eminem, Calm Down, Hope Your Dreams Come True. Those are two songs that I like. Look Over Your Shoulder was dope. Um, Zar was dope in the Zar remix. Even the intro was dope. Like this whole album is fire. Like you like definitely definitely listen to a distinction level event too and he, and he has merch to go with it like he came out with a fire like merch line it's like mad edgy like it looks like um that's like a lot of skulls and a lot of like plague plague doctor type designs like you can look that up if you don't know what that mean um i think i'll have to cop some cop some merch off for of, of buster like because that merch is looking fire but um yeah so extinction level event too definitely check that out now another artist i've been i've been watching for a while um and y'all probably like will look at me weird for it but i don't care because I, I like his energy and i like his uh i just like his vibe like we like how, how he come how he comes with it and just how he is on as a regular person uh mario judah mario judah it's this young black dude from atlanta colored his hair red paint his fingernails he's like a rock star like very good singer and he made this song called die very rough so i mean i'm pretty sure some of you ever heard this song has eight million views on youtube and he did a genius uh a genius session to uh explain the song um he was just talking about how he likes to get into character a lot and he's and how he's always been like that like if you listen to him talk he's just a regular chill dude regular chill dude but when he's in a booth he turned up like he's like a like a rock singer like he channels his inner like james hetfield from metallica type stuff you know so i i like i like i, I like to do i like his music um that's probably my favorite song from him so far i was actually thinking about covering that song um so apparently he has some beef with the baby because he did a remix of rock star and that one, that one popped off because that one got a million views. Came out a month ago. That one really popped off, and apparently he didn't ask him. He didn't ask Baby permission to do that. Uh, to do that uh, remix. So, but yeah, the dude is dope. He got a song called "Die Very Rough," the Rockstar remix, one called "Can't Stop Me," "Crush." Another thing I like about this artist, like his songs are short. His songs are like less than less than. Uh, two or three minutes like he gets to the point he gets in he gets out and i think a lot of artists need to kind of follow that mode because some songs some of these songs be dragging on too long or the verses just be whack like you could have just did something else on that but um but yeah he gets in he gets out that's what that's what i like even if it's a four minute song you can still get in and get out in a four minute song like it's all about structure and what you're using to hook the audience in like the chorus or the hook or the or what type of balls you spent and things of that nature, you know, stuff like that. So that was the that was the project. And the last thing that I want to talk about as far as music, I know I'm going on and on. I'm rambling. Um, 
is Jeezy and Gucci versus. <laughs> now, I said this on Facebook, like Jeezy and Gucci, those are two artists to where like I would hear about their new music and I'm just like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? But um, they versus was crazy. You know what I'm saying? They, they I thought they was going to be a shootout. Gucci's playing all these diss tracks and uh, talking about smoking on Pookie Loke tonight and talking about talking about how he killed his friend and stuff like that. But I think at the end of the day, I think all of that was planned and they come into, they came together and really was like, all right, we're going to go in. But at the end of the day, it's all love, it's all respect. And that's how they ended it. So um, if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Um, just type GD vs. Gucci versus you'll see all the shenanigans. You know, I don't really think I need to say much else on that. So uh, in my opinion, I think they both won. But if you're going by hit for hit, just strictly what the rules are, I think Jeezy won. So, yeah, definitely go check that out. It's on YouTube. Just uh, type in Jeezy versus Gucci versus. Okay, so I almost forgot that I wanted to uh, speak about this particular subject. Uh, the Undertaker. I mentioned him before in a previous uh, episode, and um, I just wanted to mention him again because uh, recently, over the over this past weekend, I believe today is the twenty seventh when I'm recording this. Um, I, he officially retired at the WWE pay per view uh, Survivor Series. They gave him a nice a nice send off. He came out, he did his pose. They they had the uh, hologram of his manager, the the late great Paul Bearer. Rest in peace to him. Um, and they gave him a great, a great, you know, send off. And then I saw some people posting about it like before. And I just thought that was really cool because, you know, Undertaker is one of those lasting figures in entertainment. And then now that he's he's been retired and he's had his last match, he's been more out there doing press runs and stuff like that. Something that you would have never seen it, never seen him do during his career. But now he's out there, you know, doing press runs. He he did a uh, he did a thing with Omaze. That's this uh, company that they partner with celebrities to, you know, entice people to contribute to certain charities. There's a there's one for Undertaker where you can meet the Undertaker and you can go into the uh, WWE Performance Center and stuff like that and you get free merch. Um, I think that that's that's cool that he's now able to you know be more out in public and be more himself because he's a, he's a funny guy like when he was doing you know I think I explained wrestling gimmicks to y'all before but that's that's how the character acts like he's the dead man Undertaker but he did a gimmick back in the two thousands which was the uh, the badass Undertaker which is more who he is as a person his name is Mark Calloway that's more Mark Calloway so to see him now just being able to just chill and be himself and interact with people and have interviews and talk about what it's like to have that much longevity in a field like wrestling where people don't really last very long. It's, it's cool. It, it's, it was cool to, uh, to, to, to witness, to witness these interviews that he's doing with all these different media outlets. I, I try to watch them all. Cause you know, I, I like to soak in all that information. Cause that guy, he's a consistent professional throughout, you know, he's been a consistent professional, throughout his entire career. And that's kind of what I want to be known for. Just a guy that's consistent, you know, doing it over 30 years in and out, 
quality quality matches every time, quality interviews, quality promos. So shout out to Undertaker. Welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, the Justice Falls Experiment, and that's it, y'all. I don't talk your ears off enough today. This one is over an hour again. I, I said I was going to try to keep it to an hour, but I just had to, I just had to talk that talk, you know. So, um, yeah. So, I hope that you guys learned something today. I hope that you know everybody's staying safe out there with COVID, and you know I hope this vaccine comes through for everybody and. Prayers out to those who have uh, lost loved ones and are dealing with themselves, maybe. They look over themselves, maybe, you know, hope for speedy recovery, uh, good stuff. And uh, again, check out the uh, website for the Black Friday sale. The code is BLACK50, B-L-A-C-K-50. And if you want to contribute financially to the show, again, there'll, there'll be links in the description. You can uh, support for as low as $1 per month. And uh, you could also uh, donate to Cash App if you would like. Dollar sign Justice X Falls. And, it w- and I'll be I'll be on there ready to uh, accept what you give. I don't care if you give a penny. I don't care if you give nothing. Whatever you give. So um, that'll be it for this episode. Um, before we go, I wanted to give you guys some zen as I often do. And, uh, this one is from a very influential, influential figure in not only South Africa, but the world. Um, it's from uh, Nelson Mandela rest his soul. You know, he passed it, passed it a few years ago. Um, I'm going to double dip because it was two quotes that I came across and I wanted to share both of them. So the uh, first one is, um, it always seems impossible until it's done. I'll read it again. It always seems impossible until it's done. So I felt that one was time appropriate due to the fact that, you know, we'll be going through some people. They, they have a hard time seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. But just think back to everything that we've been through in this country, you know, in the past. Well, I'm, I'm only 29, so I would say the past 20 years. And then even before that, you know, because we we have history, we have history books, we have video cameras and stuff like that. And look at where we are now and then look at where we can go still. You know, it like I said, it, it doesn't it doesn't pay to be negative about everything all the time. Sometimes you got to. Honestly, it's going to sound corny, but sometimes you got to look on the bright side. You know, we will get through this. You know, the world will be different afterwards, but we'll be all right. You know, so. Just keep your head up and then keep moving. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the ones you love, and keep striving for for your goals. So the um the second one will be uh again from Madiba uh Nelson Mandela. Uh, do not judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. I read it again. Do not judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell up, I fell down and got back up again. So, again, that's time appropriate. You know, life is gonna have its ups and downs. You know, I always liken it to um, 
when you hooked up to IV. If it's going up and down, that sensor, if it's going up and down, you're alive. If it's flatline, you're dead. You're not conscious. You know, so life is not going to be a smooth, flat road. It's going to have its ups and downs. It's going to have its, it's going to be bumpy. So, you know, you got to, you got to roll with the punches. You can't just be all woe is me and, and give up all the time. You got to hang in there. You know, thing, things will things will get better. Like if you just sit there and let everything be negative, then that's all you're gonna get. You know, if you turn if you turn if you try to turn those negative to a positive, you keep working towards it, then you'll you'll get what you want out of the situation. So, so I hope those words stick with you. Um, and that's all we got for this episode. I might, like I said, I might start doing two. I might start doing two because this one's kind of long. I kind of want I kind of want it to be more like forty minutes an episode, thirty to forty minutes, you know, more bite size. But so I might be start breaking these up into two. Um, y'all, let me know what y'all think. Y'all hit me up, hit me up, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Just check my website because it has all my socials on it. It's uh, www.justicefalls.com. It has all of my socials on it instead of me naming off everyone. You know, I'm on Twitch for gaming, YouTube for gaming, Twitter for everything. <laughs> Facebook for everything, um, Instagram for everything, you know. So just holler at me, you know, if you got any, any questions or suggestions. So uh, this is your boy Justice Falls, and we out. One. <laughs>